welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm here with Deb, and today we are talking about something that many coaches ask, inquire, do lots of research, and honestly, think about a great deal, and that is how to get started with coaching packages and pricing, sort of one of those first things that new coaches and established coaches contemplate, I think, daily as they continue to build their practices. Oh, for sure. I mean, I know for me, I went through several iterations before I landed on, you know, what worked for me. So you come out as a new coach and many people, when they go through a program, they cover some of the business basics, right? Mm -hmm. But everybody's in a different market. Everybody has a different idea about how they want to approach it. Um, And so I think it's something that you learn as you go along. Um, But we thought we wanted to talk about that a little bit today because it's important. It's important for your business. How do you price yourself? How do you market yourself in terms of what packages you offer? And what do your packages look like? Are they three sessions? Are they 12 sessions? Right. Um, are they problem focused or are they general? Right. So right. Do I, you offer packages or do you meet with clients for one session at a time? And um, I have particular opinions on that, which I'm willing to mm-hmm. share. But, um, you know, Tracy, let's talk about pain points. Right. Well, and, with that. yeah. And I think you really brought out an important factor, Deb, right? And it, it is very individual. Right. There's information that we can learn out there. We can speak with other coaches and coaches do handle it differently. What is important, I think, is to really when you're establishing your practice or or continuing to develop and evolve your practice, what are you seeing? What are the needs of your clients? So when we talk about developing coaching programs, right, one of the things that I like to look at is what is the client concerns or what's the problem that Mm -hmm. I'm seeing with clients? The, we talk a lot about sharing information about divorce coaching and how to really fine tune and articulate what a divorce coach does. But still, I think there's a lot of ambiguity and uncertainty out in the world in terms of what that is. So to design a coaching program based on a client problem might be a more relatable sell in its name alone. Agreed. For example, the should I or shouldn't I? That's a a large group of uh, clients we often see come through our, our space in terms of making a determination about should they proceed with a divorce or not. Mm-hmm. Other items uh, or problems that we commonly see is getting organized for the divorce process. 
involving financials and documentation, as well as getting themselves emotionally organized to move forward. I know one of the things that we do at Divorce Coaches Academy is very much highlight uh, some of our uh, intensive trainings specialized specifically for designing specialized coaching packages for clients. Our pre-mediation divorce coach training program, our uh, conflict divorce coach training, um, these are all speak to programs that might be more relatable to extend to problems clients are facing that they can more more, uh, easily access in terms of seeing the value for themselves. Right. I think when we talk about these problems or pain points, what it does is it allows us to take this nebulous concept of divorce coaching, Mm -hmm. which is really hard to describe, right? And we talked about that in a prior episode, you're a what, how to describe what you do as a divorce coach. Um, That could be hard to digest for a client. How how am I going to help you? But if you can break that down into little bite-sized chunks, how can I help you make that decision to stay or go? How can I help you figure out the best way to get started and get organized for the process? How can I help you communicate strategically with your co-parent? How can I help you prepare for mediation? How can I help you, right, do the things? And so it just makes it more digestible and more understandable when you break it down that way than try to say, I'm a divorce coach and I do everything. Right. Because they can recognize that problem that they're facing. Right. And the the benefit of sort of speaking to these pain points is then we are also able to offer a solution mm-hmm. and find transformational benefits that the client will experience, hopefully, yep. in the work that they do. So there is speaking to that pain point, a solution, what my offerings are, how these uh, these solutions are going to transform you, which then translates to value, right? Yep. They can see, okay, so this is this is what I'm going to address. These are the things that I need to focus on, and this mm-hmm. is where ultimately I'm going to go. Again, the client defining their own end goal. Us as coaches, not telling a client what to do, but again, speaking a language that is easier understood. Correct. What it gives you the ability to do is essentially take that elevator speech that we covered in that podcast episode and customize it for each of those audiences. I help people who have this problem learn to or get the skills to do this thing better so that they can have this better outcome. And you can customize that for people that are in the stay or go space, people that are having trouble co-parenting, people that are overwhelmed by the whole divorce process and customize that so they can see the transformational benefit they would get by working with you. So so that's the benefit of of creating a, a program where a client can relate to and resonate with their specific problem. Um, So that's the, that's the idea of breaking that down. Now let's talk about the idea of packages and why a package of sessions might be more beneficial than just saying book a session with me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am a believer that coaching is a relationship. A hundred percent. Relationships take time to build. 
is it is it true that one 50-minute session with me, somebody might walk away with something valuable? It is. But I truly believe that in order to build the trust there and create the feedback loop that's really going to get them results, I need a period of time with them. I need to build a lot of trust so that they trust me to hold the mirror up to give them what we call a a, a love shove, (laughs) right? Yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, I personally, right, this, this is again, individual to you each as coaches in terms of where you see your practice, the work that you do, the value you're offering, the services that you offer. But I also of of the opinion of, I like packages, Mm -hmm. but I don't like overly committed packages, right? I am not one that dabbles in the six month arena of commitment. And one of the reasons I, I feel this way is really my goal is, is to have enough time to work with a client for them to be able to see the transformational benefits in themselves, to correlate that value and then to want to continue in that process right. by their choice. I think sometimes these longer packages, right? So I, I work sort of in the four to six week range, depending on what the program offering is. Um, it, it allows the client not to feel I think, pressured into having to make a long-term commitment that they're not sure that they need. And Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Deb, but one of the things that I often work for is the the day that my clients do not need to work with me. (laughs) Right. It's like raising children, right? My goal is to get to catch and release. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) To be able to develop the skills to discover for themselves that self-awareness, uh, self-empowerment, get clarity in their own decision-making processes, and to be able to use those strategies moving forward, mm-hmm. not in a coaching uh, space. Right. So, so I like for clients to be able to assess that value for themselves moving forwards. Um, yeah. But, but like I said, I tend to, I tend to veer in the, the four to six, my pre-mediation programs are more closer to eight weeks. Um, but again, it, it really is based on the client's need, but that's where I'm sort of starting from in my thought process. And I think, I think it develops over time. So when I was a, a brand new coach and struggling a little bit with imposter syndrome, I was hesitant. We hear a lot. We hear a lot. Um, I was hesitant to ask for too much money and too much commitment. So I started off asking for just a three session commitment. Mm -hmm. so that I could keep my price point really low, Mm -hmm. right? But what I found over time was that wasn't quite enough. So I moved up to a four session Mm -hmm. package. Um, And where I've settled is six sessions. And again, I want to give everybody the freedom to test it, try it, figure out what works for you. Um, I now only work with clients on a six session package commitment and they pay up front. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They pay, pay up front. An important piece of this, <laughs> because without skin in the game, um, I don't require them to meet with me on any schedule other than at least every thirty days. Because sometimes there isn't any movement in a divorce process every week, and they don't need to meet with me every week. Um, yeah. And so you will come up with your own rhythm. But I I encourage you to play around with 
not doing what Tracy does, not doing what I do, not doing what you see other coaches doing. If you feel comfortable at the beginning, starting with a two session package or a three session package, do that. You want to get clients, you want to build confidence, and then you'll see how that works for you. And maybe you will decide to build up to something else. I know I know coaches that do 12 session packages. Mm-hmm. You'll figure out in your market, in your niche, with the client base you're working with, what works for you, but get started. And I would encourage you to ask for more than one session. Yeah. So that you at least get one or two rounds of a feedback loop. Yeah. And and I think that helps to when it's sort of thinking about these these programs, right? And and looking at the client concern and knowing from experience, right? We've seen clients come through our doors with this this sort of similar concern. And although our clients are all unique to themselves, we know in the transformational benefit process, there are steps in this process, right? right? Although it is our client's journey, it is our client's goal. We are partnering with our client to walk down the path with them, that there are some steps in the process, right? There are some milestones. There are some things that they're going to have to do as they move forward in navigating this specific concern. So when you're designing your programs, right, when you can sort of think out or, or, or landscape out some of those steps in the process, it also help might help you define the frequency and duration of mm-hmm. that offering. Of right. that offer, right? What that looks like, and, and and have it be translatable. And I think the other important piece is not just the frequency and the duration, but also what's the delivery method, right? Because in coaching, we obviously the the most acceptable is the one to one process, mm-hmm. but we also do group coaching, right? We do uh, some people do retreats, some mm-hmm. people do seminar type processes in their, their offerings. So I think not only your frequency and duration, but really thinking about what's your delivery method. Um, we've been talking to a lot of coaches lately who've been engaging in the group coaching model, Mm -hmm. right. And what that looks like. So kind of similar, similar concepts in terms of what your offerings are. Right. So I want to, um, I know we don't have a a ton more time. This always goes so fast because when we get started, (laughs) I I don't want to forget to talk about pricing. Yeah. Pricing is very important and something a lot of coaches really struggle with. Struggle with. Right. So I want to talk about pricing um, on two levels. One, your hourly rate in relation to your geographical location. Geography, Geography, geography. I am in Ohio. In Ohio, attorneys charge $175 to $200 an hour. As a divorce coach, I cannot be charging that. That is, it prices me out of the market in my local area. Now, most of my clients are not local, um, but I want to be accessible to local clients. And one of my goals is to make my pricing accessible to people so it's not an obstacle to add me to the team. So I keep that in mind when I do my pricing. It's a very important consideration that I think it is. goes overlooked. Right. So if you're in California and you're in 
uh, LA or San Diego and the attorneys there charge $700 an hour and you're working with local clients, you have a different threshold than I do in Ohio, right? Yes. Tracy's in New York. Attorneys there are more expensive. She can have a different threshold if she chooses. So I think you need to talk, think about two things. One, your geography, right? And yeah. two, where are your clients? The other thing I want you to think about is what level of service are you offering? Are you offering a concierge level service where people can call you and text you all the time? How accessible are you to them? Yeah. Or is it just your meetings, right? Are they just paying for your one hour of time mm-hmm. or 50 minutes of time in your session? Yes. Um, because the pricing should be different for that. Absolutely. And and another really important consideration. When we talk about, I want to just jump back quickly to geography, right? One of the challenges okay. is often that many divorce coaches practice nationally, right? Deb, I know you practice mm-hmm. nationally. I practice nationally. In fact, both of us practice internationally as well. Absolutely. Right. So that's a that's a, a factor that needs to be taken into consideration. How can you potentially look at where your clients are coming in from geographic area, right? Mm-hmm. And and perhaps you have not just one set fee, perhaps it involves various uh, components when looking at a client within a sliding scale range uh, based upon geographic area, as well as based on need of the client. The challenges, right, for divorce coaches is we don't want to be priced too high that we lose clients, and we don't mm-hmm. want to be price too low that we are devaluing the services that we offer and the work that we do. Mm-hmm. And 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 finding that sort of happy space, I think allows an opportunity to be creative yep. and look at various options. I know Deb, you, you, we, we both provide payment options, right? Mm-hmm. So there is sort of invoicing, but I've worked with clients on a contingency basis that, you know, they'll be understanding of payment once settlement of their divorce is done because they might not, they might be in a situation where they don't have access to cash Mm -hmm. uh, payment plans, right? For people to extend that, that uh, process over a period of time. Right. Yeah. There there are lots of different, different to do when we're looking at pricing models. Yeah. Lots of things to think about when it comes to pricing. So geography and level of service, I think. Um, And that's really up to you. I am not a concierge service provider. I will just tell you that. My clients cannot call me 24-7. I offer a little bit of text and email support in between, brief. Um, But other than that, it is a session. And that's one of the reasons my pricing is low. Is mm-hmm. because I am not accessible. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's me, right? You're and true. I'm good with that, right? I know other people that charge much higher rates, but have their cell phone available, and their clients can call them all the time and have access, and they charge three times what I do. Great, good for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, we say this all the time when we're talking to people who are developing their practices, and that is. Do you, do you, but do you, do you consciously, right? Right. This isn't something that you just kind of half-ass, 
I'm, I just said it, right? This is something when building your practice, there is an actual thought process involved, mm-hmm. right? With a lot of different considerations while doing you. What's the value you bring? What can you offer? How do you want to offer it? What's your accessibility? And all of those things help speak to further defining your pricing models uh, for your clients. Yeah, Absolutely. So spend some time thinking about not who do I want to imitate, Mm. right? Who am I? Do I want to be accessible or do I want to have a schedule that says I work these hours on these days? That's, you know, it's a choice you are allowed to make. And let me assure you that making that choice isn't going to limit your income potential. Absolutely. Right. I don't want you to feel like if you don't throw yourself out there 24 seven to be accessible, that people aren't going to come to you for help. Um, it's just defining who you want to be. So going to wrap it up by saying, look, your, your programs can be defined by the problems and pain points your clients are bringing to you. It helps you digest what a divorce coach does. It helps you break that down into bite-sized pieces. Okay. I encourage you to package some sessions together to create that relationship and get that feedback loop. And then pricing is geography and accessibility. Right. And, and we've got programs here that are built in plug in play packages, conflicted co-parenting, divorce conflict coaching, pre-mediation divorce coaching. um, And we've got another new one coming up. I don't know that it's a standalone, but it's certainly going to help you market yourself. And that is a financial foundations class for divorce coaches that we're going to roll out next year so that you can do numbers. Exactly. (laughs) I'm very excited about that, Deb. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Um, I hope this was helpful in terms of trying to wrap your arms around your packages and your pricing. And we will be back to talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.